Why, what do you get if you put two dads on a boat? Jim's a dad and Mick is two, two dads fishing. Welcome to the Two Dads Fishing Podcast with your hosts, James and Michael. Well, g'day guys and girls and welcome to another episode. And that's right, Dead Silence solo episode tonight with just James. So, um, been a very, very long time since we've put out a, an episode, so I thought... Uh, an impromptu solo episode was needed to keep you all entertained, um, and yeah, I was just going to sort of give a brief rundown of what I've been thinking about lately, um, as I'm in my shed making lures and tinkering away, getting ready for the upcoming season um, on the local school SBT out of Victor Harbour, Cape Jervis. Um, and even over on the far west coast around Coffins, Streaky and all that area. Um, even Marion Bay as well over in the Yorks. Um, so yeah, I was just sort of thought that I um, would have a brief insight on what's been going through my head uh, lately thinking about it, considering uh, barrel fever sort of quietening down here in Adelaide. Obviously it's still kicking off in Melbourne, um, which... <laughs> I don't know, it's been a phenomenal season on the barrels, um, but in saying that, I'd really like to see less of a slaughter, but hey, it is what it is, uh, that's my view on it, and that's it, but um, yeah, let's uh, talk about how we can hopefully produce more fish this season for those people that may, may struggle um to pick up fish or whatnot, even if you're a seasoned veteran and you you think you got it pretty dialed in, who knows, you might learn a thing or two. I, I'm, I mean, I'm still no expert and I still have my days where I visit the bakery, which was, oh, I think it was one trip last, last year where I visited the bakery, but I'll go into detail on why I think that went down the way it did. Um, so... Now, let's start with the seven Ps. Now, I think any fishing requires the seven Ps to be involved because regardless of what you're doing, whether it's just going local out of O'Sullys, West Beach, North Haven to chase some whiting and squid, you still need the seven Ps. Now, those seven Ps are prior, proper, preparation, prevents, piss poor performance now obviously if you're um been whiting fishing and squidding or whatever it they have their moments where it can be very very frustrating that goes with any fishing though but um yeah i think the proper prior and proper preparation um is probably the biggest key take out of that because um i think we really need to prepare for the day of fishing um it's not something that you know majority of people if you want to be successful you need to be preparing the day the week before for your trip now that just may come down to making sure you've got all your bait ready to go all your rods your tackle um and everything like that having spare rigs set up ready to go um especially if you're hot on the tangers, but we're not really talking about the tangers. We're going to be talking about the local 
SPT. So, um, you know, if you've just been that, we're only sort of at what we, end of September, the 29th of September, this episode is being recorded. So still a little bit early on for everyone to be thinking about it. But, um, you know, if that's if it's gear that you're not using, it's why not? It's a long weekend coming up. I'm going to have this episode out hopefully uh, tomorrow the 30th. So um, long weekend coming up. Grab those rods out that you're going to be using for the local uh, local scene and go through them. Do they need to be re-spooled with however you're running it? Do they need new wind-on leaders? Do I need a tie-on? a new wind-on leader with an FG or a PR or whatever you're not using there. Um, and then it goes also back to your lures. Now, if you've bought lures off me before, you've rigged them up or I've rigged them up, they're a season old. They probably need to be re-rigged, to be honest with you. Um, and But in saying that, if you haven't used them... Um, go over them thoroughly, make sure there's no chafing on the leader, vice versa, that goes for your wind-on leaders, um, swap over your line if you need to, get it all ready, um, and that would be the first step for the start of the season, obviously, and then uh, stock up on any any lures that you need for the season um, and be prepared that they might not bite on pink, they might bite on green or blue or silver. So you need to have the options there um, to be able to do it now. Um, I've, I mean, I'm pretty biased because I make skirts, but I still will always run a diver at a minimum. Um, now, that's just personal preference. You do what works best for you. If it's running all divers, run all divers, whatever. Um, yeah, but... Um, let's talk about how we go into preparing for a, a day fishing out of Victor Harbour. Now, obviously, we all know the boat ramp struggles big time throughout summer. Now, if you're a newbie to tuna fishing, um, it may be best to either practice reversing down the ramp, launching your boat at a local ramp, before you feel the pressure of people busting your balls to get out of the way because they want to get onto the fish. Um, now, in saying that, it also doesn't hurt. If you've got a spare crew member and you see someone struggling down at the ramp, putting their boat in the water, don't stand there, laugh, carry on, point the finger, go, fuck you, fuck this, you're fucking taking too long. How about lending a hand and going, hey, mate, do you want me to give you a hand? Um, you know, let me know what I can do. Or just jump in there and give them a hand. Like, you know, if, it's not hard. I think that's probably been the biggest thing. Um, everyone's very quick to take the piss of people at the, uh, these days than lend a helping hand um, to help someone out. And guess what? If you help them out, and they get out in the water quicker, well, that means you do too, because you're not waiting for them. So uh, let's all try and be kind to each other down there as well. I've had a couple of run-ins myself down there, um, 
but that it is what it is. We won't go into those details too much. But um, you need to be prepared for a big day on the water. So food, water, even take pillies, take a bit of squid because you might do a bit of bottom fishing on the way back in or whatever. Uh, check all your gear, make sure you put your bung in, log in with Sea Rescue on uh, channel 83 um, and yeah, make sure you've got plenty of fuel, plenty of ice um, and it's always good to jump on to the Tuna Champions website um, and have a look on how best to care for your catch. <coughs> Now, that uh, Tuna Champions, if you jump back into the back catalogue, you'll find an episode there with Tuna Champions founder Sean Tracy and have a good old listen to how that chat went down. Um, And yeah, do a bit of research on how to care for your catch. And that is, by the way, of gutting, gilling and packing down in ice straight away. And the meat quality is unbelievably different if you don't follow those guidelines. Um, I was actually blown away the first time that I did it. Um, You know, everyone's new to it, but the more it gets promoted, the more it's out there, the more people can go onto it, get onto it and do what's best for that meat. Now, um, speaking of boat traffic as well can get pretty gnarly out of Victor um, especially in close with the smaller boats Um, don't be afraid to get away from the boats and try and find your own fish Uh, there's plenty of fish out there Um, you know and that's alright well that's how I bombed last year uh, last season sorry um was I was just sick of the boat traffic and I just went, fuck this. And I did my research the night before and that was in the way of checking the water temp charts, where the warm water was, um, and also doing my research out in the water in the morning, what are the birds doing, what way are they going, and, you know, I, I've never been... As far as I have the direction I went, um, I won't go into details, um, but I thought, yep, cool, this surely got to be fish where I was going. All the signs are there and, you know, I had nice warm water, birds were going the way I want to do, birds are coming back with bait in their mouth, so I went, surely, surely, surely turned into, oh, it's just got to be up here, surely. And then it turned into, oh, fuck, we're getting a long, long way away and the birds are still going. And then there come a point in time where I was like, nah, we got to call it. This is getting too far. Um, no other boats in sight either. So um, we were we were a long way away. So decided to come back and try and deal with a bit of the traffic. Uh, but yeah, no joy on that front. Um, yeah, so it really does come down to, um, 
doing your preparation the night before um, and trying to get away and doing your research whilst you're out in the water as well. Um, now, landing fish. Uh, if you're a newbie to it, I'd probably suggest a big net. Um, they can get pretty gnarly with uh, on the gaff with a hook flying around in their mouth um, and a gaff head that's based, obviously, a buddy meat hook on the end of a stick. So, <coughs> yeah, you just need to um, probably yeah, hit them with a net and then, uh, I forgot, two champions, bleed, gut and gill. So, as soon as you get that fish on deck, you're stabbing it just behind the peck fins on the lateral line. There is a uh, a little um, diagram up on the Tuna Champions page on where exactly that spot is now. You don't need, like, a meat cleaver to do it. You essentially just need a tiny tiny blade and you only need to go in sort of 10 15 mil max and just and you hit that artery and away she goes and you need to do that both sides um and then obviously there's multiple ways you can gut the fish just do whatever works best for you the gills can get a little bit funny um to try and get out obviously if the swells up using a knife and trying to um gut the fish and stuff like that it can get pretty tricky and you know obviously don't want to stab yourself out in the water um yeah and then again night before preparation obviously if you're preparing earlier in the week you might be looking at the weather forecast going all right yep weather windows now saturday whatever it may be but i religiously will check every day leading up to it and I will check again and that last issued forecast the night before and I will check three different sites, whatever. Um, but I always go back to Marine Wind Forecast on the BOM website I've always found to probably be the most accurate. A lot of guys are using Windy as well. That's pretty good. Um and yeah, if they all sort of say similar things, I'm pretty happy. If there's one that kicks up, I go, oh, it could get pretty gnarly today or not. But you just need to be prepared for the wind to kick up very quickly out of Victor Harbour. It comes out of nowhere. Um, and when it's blowing, it's fucking blowing and it can, yeah, as I said, gnarly and be prepared for a slow ride home. Um, yeah, make sure you got all your safety gear. That's why we're checking with Sea Rescue as well. And then log off when we get back to the ramp. Probably the best thing you can do. Um, yeah, so checking your wind uh, weather forecast is definitely ideal the night before. Sometimes if I'm not launching until 6, 7 o'clock, which is very rare, um, I'll even check the, I think it's a, it might be the 4, 4.59 or 5, 5.30 forecast or something like that updates um, 
around that time anyway. And I'll check that again just to put my mind at ease that I'm going to have a good day out in the water and it's, you know, I don't have to stress too much about it. But, um, yeah, and then everything comes down to preparation and then hopefully it all uh, comes through with performance and trust your gut instinct, have a bit of a plan put together on areas to try, especially if it's the start of the season and, you know, you don't really have a scope of where the fish are yet. Definitely, um, definitely have a plan of areas you want to go to now, whether that's following the 30 metre line to the west towards Tunks and the pages and then heading out the 40 metre line and then heading back or heading out the 7 mile, heading up to the 40 metre line and then keep going towards the pages, whatever it may be. They're all good areas to try. Um, but have a plan because there's no point going out and not having a plan. Yes, they're pelagics and they'll pop up anywhere, but you sort of need need to have a plan on what you're doing. Sea Rescue is going to ask you what direction you're heading in anyway. And you don't want to be like, oh, but, yep, yeah, just make up and then go the opposite direction and, yeah, anyway. So... That is probably about it. That's probably all I need to say on um, preparation, performance-wise. If you've got all the the keys there uh, to success, well, hopefully it'll all fall into place with you. Now, touching on getting all your gear rigged up, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, again this year is the Club Marine SA boating and fishing show now i'll be down there uh michael will hopefully be down there saturday sunday um and yeah i'll have a whole bunch of lures again ready to go for you guys to pick up doing rigging i'll be up on i think i'm going to be up on stage for 10 or 15 minutes each day just doing a quick basic rigging demo for people um that want to learn um i'm gonna try and organize to maybe have some rigging kits available for people to be able to take away or purchase um as well so they can do their own rigging of their own lures because that's another key preparation item if you can't rig your own lures i think i said it in one of our podcasts talking about barrels that if you can't rig up your own lure, fuck me, you should not be fishing for them. Um, you know, I think if you, you need to be able to do it yourself because what, unless you want, you, you know, I, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with this, but fuck, learn to rig up lures yourself. It's not hard. Um, it's just having the gear there to do it um, and knowing exactly what to do. And I said, it's not hard. Once you've done it a couple of times, it's like second nature. The same as learning to tie an FG. You don't tie it perfect the first time. You don't tie it perfect the second time, the third time. But maybe by the fourth time, you've got it and you go, fuck yes, cool, I've got it. Same with rigging. Um, but we're just using crimps. So, um, yeah, come on down. Um, Wavel Showgrounds, we'll be down there. 
few other lads will be down there as well. Pretty sure the Cray boys are going to be there again. So, yeah, come down and check it out. And thanks for listening to this very short, sharp, impromptu podcast of One Dad Fishing. Cheers, guys. Well, guys and girls, that concludes this episode. We hope you enjoyed listening and be sure to tune in for the next episode. Don't forget to follow us on our socials to keep up to date with all our adventures and podcast releases. Thanks for listening.